I've always wanted to be a stage manager. I studied it at university. Um, I'm still learning about it now. And when I was 19, I was offered to assistant stage manage the Chinese Lantern Festival. This is a really great experience for me. And there was a band there. They were a Chinese reggae band. <laughs> they were called the Long Shen Dao. And these guys had dreadlocks down to their asses and like full sleeves of tattoos and like facial piercings, the kind of shit that your dad's nightmares are made out of. And I, <laughs> and I fell in love with the bassist. His name was Gao Xu, and he had this beautiful heart-shaped face and this like really groovy fucking way of playing the bass. And we shared a couple of glances together. Now, Gao Xu only spoke, spoke Mandarin. He didn't speak a word of English, and I don't speak Mandarin. My friend Tina, who worked on the stage with me, she was an assistant stage manager as well. Now, she spoke fluent Mandarin, and she was Chinese. And I said to her, Tina, I fucking love Gao Xu. I'm in love with him. He's fucking beautiful. Now, I don't know a lot about Chinese culture, but apparently when you say you love someone, it really means you love someone. So the event finishes and I go home that night. And about midnight, I get a call. And it's a woman, an Asian woman called Karen. And she sounds like some kind of customer service representative. It turns out that Tina, thinking that I'm so in love with Gao Shu and I need to speak to him, she handed him my number. And Karen is the band's translator. <laughs> She's invited me out to dinner with Gao Shu and the band. And I put him on hold. I put Karen on hold, and I knock on my flatmate, Evan's door, and I say, what the fuck do I do? And Evan, who's a sex positive, you probably all know him, Evan, he's a sex positive, go for it kind of guy. He says, go for it. So I get back to Karen, and I say, yeah, sure. She invites me to meet them at the Pullman Hotel at midnight. And when I arrive, <laughs> when I arrive, I'm ushered into this big black SUV and the band is there and they're waiting for me and they're looking at me and the door closes behind me and I think fuck what am I doing tomorrow night I could wake up with my organs missing <laughs> so they take us a couple of streets over we could have walked there it was the Korean barbecue restaurant up the road if you guys know where that is and we get out of the car and there's this massive banquet laid out for us and the band sitting there at this table and me and Gao Shu and Karen the translator are sitting at the head of the table it's one of one of the most awkward first dates I've ever had. <laughs> we start talking, you know, asking the kind of usual questions like, how old are you? Uh, what do you do for a living? How big is your Chinese reggae band back in Beijing? <laughs> and every two minutes, it's kind of like interrupted with this like weird, like they all hold up their glasses and stand up and we all have to go, Kenpai! And apparently it's a, like a Chinese thing where we just toast every two minutes. So anyway, the conversation kind of starts getting around to what we do for fun in New Zealand. And I said, we smoke weed. <laughs> and he asks me, you know, like, is it easy to get a hold of in New Zealand? In Beijing, it's really illegal. You know, no one really smokes it. You can get arrested for it. Like, how easy is it to get a hold of? And I said, oh, it's very easy. No problem. If, if you want, while you're here, I can set you up with someone. I know this guy. It'll be safe. You can give me this money. This entire time, Karen's face is completely white. She's been translating this entire conversation, and I think she thinks she's setting up some kind of international drug ring. <laughs> So anyway, Karen finishes her shift for the night and goes home. And me and Gaoshu and the band go back to the hotel. And he leads me up to the hotel room when we hang out. And the drummer, him and the drummer, he pulls him aside and kind of they have a bit of a conversation in Mandarin. And the drummer leaves us alone in the hotel room. And we have this wonderful conversation. 
we talk all about my life and what his life is like in Beijing, and we have this awful taste in New Zealand barbecue reggae music, like uh, Catch a Fire and <laughs> Fat Freddy's Drop. And the only English, the only English words he knows are "Shine On Girl" from the song "Shine On Girl," the one that I never knew. So I become his Shine On Girl. I should probably mention at this point that the entire conversation we were having through his Google Translator app on his iPhone. <laughs> which is really fucking awkward. I asked him at one point, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a wife? And for some reason it came out as, do you pay for sex? <laughs> I then had to awkwardly explain to him using this phone that no, I'm not a prostitute and no, I'm not going to charge him to have sex with me. <laughs> and then the drummer comes in and he's angry. I think he wants to go to sleep. So him and Gaoshu have this kind of heated conversation in Mandarin. Excuse me. And then they leave the room. And they leave me in this fucking hotel room for about 45 minutes by myself. And I don't know what to fucking do. Do I go home? I start to collect my things at about 40, after the 45 minutes is up. And Gao Shu comes back in. And he indicates at me to pick up my things. And he, and he pulls me by the hand, like quite roughly. And I'm thinking like, oh shit, what have I done? He thinks I'm a prostitute. He's going to throw me out because he thinks I'm going to charge him for sex. And I try to think a way to apologize to him on his iPhone app. But anyway, he's pulling me out and down the hallway and into the elevator, and I'm thinking, how do I say sorry to him? I don't understand this language. And then suddenly the elevator goes up. What he's done is he's hired a hotel suite on one of the top floors of the Pullman Hotel so that me and him can spend the night alone together. <laughs> oh, hey, mum and dad. <laughs> we spend a beautiful night together. We made love, it was awkward, it was translated, it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up in the morning and he's got a couple of days where he's got some time left in Auckland, so we do Auckland things. We go up the Sky Tower and we go to the beach and I make him crappy reggae albums and we listen to them and smoke weed and it's wonderful. On the third day, I get a phone call. It's Karen. She says, Gao Xu and the band had to leave this morning. They got on a plane. They're already on their way back to Beijing. Gao Xu wanted to say to you, goodbye, and thank you for the wonderful time. I think to myself, am I heartbroken? No. We had a wonderful time together. I haven't heard from him since then. I'd like to think he's back in Beijing somewhere learning English to come back and marry me, but a girl can only hope. What we did have was a wonderful time and a magical experience, and it's crazy times like that that make dating really fun. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Meredith Rayburg.